0: Hey there guys and gals, games and Gamers, you're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet sweet two player co-op.
1: And with that, we have reached the end of the HBO series The Last of Us. Episode 9 is done, over with. We have watched it. We have probably not breathed for the past 30 minutes. And uh, we are here to talk about it and spoil it for you here on this very special Nerd of God cast. My name is Tony T, and taking this journey through the post apocalyptic mushroom land is lovely Lady Lismati.
0: I'm here as well.
1: And, uh, and we're talking The Last of Us. So if you have not seen uh, The Last of Us and you care anything about spoilers, just know that from here on out, uh, we are going to be click, click, clicking our way through. Um, all of the plot points and potholes and uh, spoilers for this show based on a video game of the same name. And uh, we did an episode uh, review for episode one through three. So go back and listen to that if you haven't heard that already on your favorite podcast platform. And right now we're going to be picking up where we left off and, and basically just getting us to the finale this evening. So uh, Lismani, the Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Let's let's just start because it's it's fresh in our minds. Let's start with the finale.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How are you feeling right now?
0: I am conflicted.
1: That's the right reaction.
0: <laughs> I'm conflicted. I feel like in theory, I should be happy because I've gotten the things I want.
1: Every episode. You dreaded. You waited. You, Joel's going to die. <laughs>
0: every every episode is basically me holding my breath and crying. Um, just waiting for Joel to die so that I can then crawl into a hole and be depressed for a few weeks. Um, and that didn't happen. He's alive and she's alive. They have survived thus far. He has developed a vulnerability. And a paternal affection that he's embracing. They're connected. I should be... Ex- like all of the things that my heart wants to feel like fluffy and gooey-gooey on the inside and not depressed. Those things are happening. And yet somehow... And yet
1: somehow...
0: I feel really, really sad.
1: Yeah. The game ended very much the same way. So with, with the expectation going into it that... Uh, this is this is gonna be tough. Uh, what's one, What is the one thing that I have said to you since the beginning of this show when you were wringing your hands and, and hyperventilating and you were afraid? Who's gonna, Joel's gonna die? Joel's gonna die. What's the one thing I've said to you since the beginning of the show?
0: There are things worse than death.
1: And the assumption would be getting infected, turning into a cordyceps. Uh, I think was was my statement. Accurate.
0: I think it's generally accurate. I don't think you realize how difficult I take it when characters I love die. So in my heart, I don't know that anything will be worse than Joel or Ellie dying. It, it just there's there's very like even like I thought about it and we in our last episode, which was a super difficult episode to watch.
1: Yeah, that's episode eight uh, when they're in the uh, the town with basically the cannibal rapist cult
0: it was the worst everything about that was the worst it was horrifying it was uncomfortable it was devastating to see ellie go through that like that was definitely i guess in in reality in like a lot of ways you could argue worse than than simply dying and and being done but it really to me it was like to me i'm just waiting for the moment that someone dies and then i'm just gonna be a mess Right. So I don't know that anything is worse than the death of someone I care about at this point.
1: Now, because of the availability of information, The Last of Us 2 is is out there the video game is out there Mm -hmm. and Ellie is prominently featured on all the marketing so did you ever really have any concern that Ellie was going to no
0: and that's why I mean I mentioned Ellie because I care about her but really my biggest concern has been the safety and well being of Joel and you do this thing when we watch these episodes where you'll like (gasps) like deep breath like a not even like that it's more of a (laughs) <laughs> you do with this deep, right sheena sheena's nodding for all of you uh, well
1: welcome to the uh to the table here the nerd of god wife sheena
0: and and he he does this and then i i don't know about you but i like i crumble i get mad and and then anxious because i'm going that is a sign of something about to happen or it's you know and i just i can't i don't you know it's hard. It's rough. So so with Joel going back to your point and your question, I don't know. I am not a certain about Joel's future. You keep giving me this whole, you know, there's things worse, you you know, you, you do the deep breaths, and I feel like what does it all mean? Only my imagination can run wild. It's a very stressful experience.
1: Well, I'm not referring to anything beyond season one or the first video game. So so nothing that I've ever kind of hinted at or alluded to it has anything to do with The Last of Us Part Two, season two, the, the second game. Um, I think that as you're playing this game, and, and I don't remember exactly how long the game was to play through, but it was many, many hours of gunfights and exp- exploration and uh, building this relationship between Joel and Ellie. And you, you finally get to the end, and you, it's a video game. So you have expectations of what the game is going to be because we've all played video games, you know? The the hero saves the girl, and it's all good, and you you finally get to where you need to be, and it's like, we're going to save the world. We're going to get a cure. And then you realize, at the same time Joel finds out, you find out what the cost is to cure the world. And in this reality, the cost is Ellie. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That she she has the cure in her, but to get it out we of think. her...
0: We think. I mean... You, we suspect.
1: We, <laughs> the, we theorize. The, the popular theory is she has the cure in her, but to get it out of her, she has to die. Making her a very Christ-like figure, I guess, right?
0: And you know what? I guess I should have anticipated that that's what was going to happen, and yet I was not expecting it. I don't know.
1: I think I don't. I don't think I was expecting it either. I mean, what do you think they're going to take a vial of her blood, or they're going to
0: right? They're going to test her. They're going to run like you know. Yeah. It's going to be very. And,
1: and of course, in this world, whatever the option is, is going to be the worst, most tragic, most gut wrenching option. But um, but but when she has to die, and even worse, when Joel's there and he doesn't get to see her, he doesn't get to say goodbye. <laughs> and you're in that scene in the game, and all of a sudden, Joel makes this decision. And you have to, as the player, play through that hospital scene, going through those curtains and and ducking behind those half walls and killing all those soldiers, finally culminating in breaking into the the surgery room and telling them to unhook her and give her to me. And in that moment, you can make a choice as the player. You can take her, or you can shoot the doctors and take her. Um, I shot the doctors. I did, chose I did. Violence, goes <laughs> violence, and and then you you have that that the conflict. How would
0: you take her if you didn't shoot the doctors? Well,
1: you just take her. You have a gun. They got a scalpel. Gun beats scalpel. It's like in yeah. the ultimate rock paper scissors, uh, and and then the the final conflict in the parking garage with with Marlene and Joel. If if goes for it, just kills her. You know, you'll you'll just keep coming after her, boom. And when that final scene when they're returning to the town returning to Tommy uh, and and you can tell Ellie knows that Joel's not telling the truth. I mean did you get that? That's mm-hmm. that was that my suspicion is not unfounded? Uh, and she wants to know. Swear to me. And he does. But but he lied.
0: to protect her.
1: So that's the moral conundrum of this game. That is the that is the problem with this game is that you, you you get victory but not a moral victory. Joel has to become a bad guy?
0: He's not a bad guy.
1: He just condemned the world.
0: Because he it's like his daughter. Would you sacrifice your child? God did. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> that's not what she asked. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the question. No,
1: I. I but that's the thing. Like, you, you, nobody says that Joel made the 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 right choice, but but nobody said that the choice was easy either. I mean, it was really really tough, especially because of the dynamic between episode eight and episode nine. So, in episode eight, uh, but when Joel is out of commission and Ellie has to kind of find herself. Becoming the survivor, she has to be the one to go and hunt. She has to be the one to get the medicine. She becomes the the adult in their dynamic because Joel's incapacitated, and um, in doing so, she gets taken by this group of people that are they're they're liars. It's a religious cult, and, and let me put a pin in that for a second about how offended I get that as <laughs> soon as you see somebody in one of these shows reading the Bible, you know, like oh, the well, worst. they're of course they're going to be the worst, right? Of right. course they're the bad guys. Um, and they do they turn out to be murderous uh, cannibalist and, and you know out of necessity, maybe, but I don't know man, it looked like they had just some bodies hanging up in the back just just cause cause, right mm-hmm. and uh, and and even worse, I mean, I mean there there's implications of I and mean, trigger warning here you know uh, sexual assault, then cannibalism. I mean that's insult and injury, right and 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 after that episode, Ellie completely changes. Mm-hmm. She was where she was kind of once the goofy, wide-eyed little girl. She becomes.
0: Well, now she's, she's, tr- I mean, she's, she's been broken a bit.
1: And yeah, you're, you're a psychologist. Psychologist. <laughs>
0: it's not I'm not a psychologist
1: you are a psychologist in training uh-huh. what, what What do you see it, what, what's Ellie going through
0: here I mean the entire universe at this point is going through a tremendous amount of trauma <laughs> everyone needs a therapist there's a lot of PTSD floating around lots um, and y- you see that brokenness in Ellie I mean she wants to do the thing that's right I think because one now she's lost so much she's experienced so much and and she's i mean she's viciously killed someone in her own defense like she's had so many conflicts of her own that at this point it's like i have to this she said it. you know it can't be for nothing This something has to be significant all of this that we went through has to be for the greater good of something and i think that um like i can't imagine the the weight that is to bear of Mm. You know, she feels this sense of responsibility that not just to do the right thing because of the world, but also if she doesn't, then now she's broken herself and lost a piece of herself and that can't just heal by ignoring it. And what was it all for?
1: They, and there's that interaction with uh, with Marlene in the parking garage where Joel's like, you don't get to decide that for her. And it was you don't either. Let her choose. What do you think she would choose? You know what she would choose, and Joel does know. Joel knows that if Ellie was given the choice, she would make the hard choice. She would do the right thing. She, I, 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 I call it the right thing. She would do the more noble thing, the more self-sacrificial thing, the more Christ-like thing. I don't know. I, I want to call it the right thing, like we, like in this world, we really even know right from wrong anymore, right? But Ellie would do it. Ellie would say, "Nope, this is this is the thing to do," and Joel knows it. And it causes Joel to take a villainous role in order to protect her. It's it's strange because there's so much. It's like a, a more I
0: refuse to accept Joel as a villain. I just don't care for this.
1: But is he, is he not? No. He's not. <laughs> okay, Sheena, you are the person, in playing video games, you always opt to play for the more you know, if there's a good or evil choice, you always do the evil choice thing. If there's, you know, kill innocent bystanders or protect the innocent, you're always just like collateral damage all the way. You are the one who plays the villain. What's your take on, on Joel's decision at the end here? And remember, listeners, Sheena don't care about you or anybody. <laughs>
2: um, I, I'm on Joel's side. That's right. <laughs> I like to think that there's some other way that they can approach the situation like why does it have to like why does she have to die there's got to be some other way. Like.
1: But for 20
2: Because it's experimental, years, too. They don't know.
0: But for 20 They're just years. assuming, like, oh, let's crack open her brain and maybe, but they don't know. What hap- why can't they start at the basic level, whatever that is, and then work just their some way to fingernail the... fingernail clippings or I, something? We, experimentation, science. We're just going to assume, like, this is, like, we don't know and she's only a kid. That's
1: fair. I mean, I th- that is that is a fair statement. It is It is an experimental thing. I get it. I get it. But Joel lies. That's a bad guy move, right? I'm just going with the basic kindergarten logic here. Joel told lies. Lies are bad. Joel killed people. Killing is bad. Joel lied to Ellie. That's bad, right? There's a level of they have to be the ones that trust each other. And now moving forward, everything that keeps her safe is built on a lie. And that's a tough one. I would ex- I would definitely expect you as women to understand the value of foundations of relationships based on honesty. That seems like something women appreciate, <laughs> but I guess I don't know how you guys
0: think. I think he's honestly trying to protect her. I think he is not, it's not, because the thing is, you can't just, nothing's just a lie. This world isn't the same as our world. It's not like, oh, he wasn't honest. like, the stakes are different here.
1: So we're okay with the idea of, and I'm not saying that we're not. When you play these video games, even the most noble character is a serial killer many, many, many times over. I'll play uh, Uncharted, which is the very happy, adventurous Indiana Jones, lighthearted, you know, romp, Version of the Last of Us, same basic game format, but Nathan Drake just kills dozens and dozens and dozens of people, just murders them, just straight up headshot murders them, and and we're like, yeah, Nathan Drake,
0: you're the man is it for good
1: reason. It, well, I mean, it's because he's the good guy and they're the bad guys, right? Like, you know, they're they're are he... they the
0: bad guys? Do they do bad things?
1: Yes, yes. Well, then <laughs> so we ma- would call so mass that murder is fine, a hero, right? Right. So we so, would so... call
0: that. Law enforcement.
1: So, But I'm just saying, we, we take it for granted. Like, in that game, we can justify it and say, oh, yeah, Nathan Drake is doing the right thing. But in this game, uh, why would it be any different? Especially when these people are, you know, they're raiders, they're bandits, or they're, you know, rapist cannibalists. You know, like, like we, we of course, it, it feels like Joel's... We never think Joel's doing the wrong thing here. But that last scene in the hospital, maybe Joel's doing the wrong thing here. I don't know. Those guys that were leading him down the stairs were kind of jerks. I might want to shoot one, too. You know, pushing them and using the F word liberally. (laughs) Sometimes you got to get shot. You kiss your mother with that mouth. Uh, No, I kiss her with this mouth. (laughs) Mimics, you know, the cordyceps coming out of someone's mouth to infect others. Um, It's it's, playing at the end of that game. When the game ended in the credit roll, it left me. I mean, I was haunted by it for weeks just thinking about it. Like, how do I feel about this? because it wasn't just watching...
0: Men are so sentimental. It wasn't just
1: watching Pedro Pascal do it. I had to do it. I had to do it. In like
0: a I, video game. I know,
1: but I had to control it. I had to make it happen. Like, the, the, he... W- Don't make the face I'm at me. the
0: face. I'm For what you're hours saying. and hours and
1: hours, I'm invested in protecting and saving this little girl and not dying, right? It wasn't just a passive nine-episode viewing fest. It was, I'm in it, trial and error, dying and trying again and, and, and figuring out how to survive. And at the end... In in games, sometimes you have a choice of well, I'll let her live or I'll let her die. This game gave you no choice. You had to go along with his bad idea, and 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 you had to feel like it was necessary because part of you wants to do it. Part of you is like, nope, I'm not going to let her die. Not now. No, I'm not going to let anything hurt her again. And and the, they they compressed. In the, the last episode here, which we, we looked at it we like, it's how long so is this episode? It's like, it like a 35-minute episode. It's like super short. And I'm going, man, are they even going to put the giraffes in it? <laughs> but like there, there's a, a little bit of a lengthier story, a period of time, where you can just really feel the lingering. Like Ellie is just broken now and she doesn't have any joy left in her. There's no vibrant, there's, there's no life, there's no hope left in her. And you can see Joel shifting from treating her like cargo to desperately trying to create connections with her. You know, Joel, who's like, leave everything unessential behind and only bring the essential stuff with us. And then my man's putting a boggle game in his bag because they might play it someday. You know, like, a complete change in how he's trying to relate to her. And um, and she's just un- unreachable.
0: She needs a father.
1: Or a pass to the zoo because those giraffes, and it's the same thing in a game. She sees the giraffes, and it fills her with a childlike wonder. It's something she's never seen before, never even imagined before. It's really beautiful.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm thinking about it. Maybe those people at the hospital, like some of them, probably had families, and they were just doing thing. And I guess you know, they didn't all deserve to be viciously murdered. <laughs> but if it were me, and that was someone I loved was my kid or, or just, you know, my only person left in this world who I feel tasked with protecting, you know, if that's my duty, then I'm going to protect them and I'm going to do whatever it takes.
1: So let's talk about Marlene. Marlene, which the, the whole scene of, of Ellie's mom, who was played by the voice actor for Ellie in the game.
0: Looked just like. Yeah, um, that was very, very eerie. This, what's her name? Yeah, sure. Bella Ramsey.
1: That sounds right. Um so that that scene was not from the game. That was exclusive to the show Mythology. Um but you see that she's there that she is was there for her birth and it was like knowing Ellie and trying to keep Ellie alive was kind of her her whole life story. Her motivation was right too. You know, the by what by any means necessary we're going to save the world. We're going to bring a cure. We're going to save millions and millions of people. But she didn't get the chance because Joel couldn't emotionally detangle himself from Ellie. I, I, again, it sounds very clinical. I'm not. We all love Ellie, right? It's
0: not. I'm just selfish.
1: But uh, so I guess when you look at this show, all throughout it, everybody has their reasons for doing the things that they do, even if they're bad. Uh, going back to uh, to Kathleen uh, from episode four when they when they go to Kansas City I
0: hate Kathleen we we all
1: hate Kathleen. We, Kathleen's the worst, right? But you see her whole deal and she has a reason for what she's doing. Her brother who was a good person was killed and she wanted to take revenge. They overthrew Fedra and it for what appeared to be very good reasons. All of them from their own perspective have have good reasons, but but, but from our side of the story, we say, "Oh yeah, she's the worst." She's absolutely a complete, horrible, monstrous villain. But why? She was trying to protect people. I mean, she's taking the revenge thing a little personally, right? But from her perspective, is what she did any different than what Joel did? Yeah,
0: but her person was gone already. She had no one to protect anymore. She was killing senselessly, I like you said, out of the vengeance. Joel's trying to protect something. I get it. Like... If Ellie was gone, like if they had just taken Ellie and she was dead and he woke up, it's like Ellie's Ellie's gone bye-bye and he just went on a wild, like, psychotic rampage and murdered everyone after the fact. Which
1: definitely would have happened.
0: Right. (laughs) At that point... (laughs) Because you have to
1: remember, he had no reason to to know that Ellie was alive when he started shooting that hospital up.
0: I guess that's kind of true, but...
1: And was he not, uh, to some degree at that point... Was Ellie not just an expression of Sarah for him? Was he not going hardcore to protect, to hold on to the the last vestiges of someone who represented someone who had been gone for 20 years? I I know I'm making a a stretch here. I'm just taking the opposite side here for conversation.
0: Yeah, but why is that? Like, what is your point with that? Oh,
1: I'm just saying, like, you know, you you say, oh, Kathleen was trying to avenge somebody who's already gone. Yeah, but Joel was just trying to avenge Sarah. It's just Ellie represented Sarah for him.
0: No. No? He wasn't, he, he, he started, he took on Ellie as, as a mission, really, for Tess, you know, to honor Tess.
1: Which, by the way, when they showed the the, the previously on The Last of Us, the thing, I'd forgotten all about Tess. I hate that, but I forgot the Tess was even a thing in this show. Like, it feels like a thousand years ago, Tess. Yeah.
0: It's been a very emotional roller coaster. No signs of Gabe Ron Swanson in that flashback either. No, nope,
1: no, nope, he' gone too. Uh, but the and, uh, and the, the the little boy. Oh gosh, why can't I Sam? remember Sam? Yeah, why we gotta keep bringing him up, man? That was a tough episode.
0: I hated that. So episode. we
1: didn't even talk about this on our, our thing. So so we'll go back. So Sam and his brother uh, are are being hunted by Kathleen in Kansas City, and Sam is a little boy, and he is uh, he's deaf.
0: And And adorable.
1: (laughs) And a little superhero. And uh, and she and and his brother, he and his brother, uh, you know, meet up with Joel and Ellie and they kind of work together to escape the city. And uh, long story short, Kathleen, in an aggressive effort to stop them from leaving and to to take him out because he betrayed their cause to Fedra, ends up bringing this one of one of the the scenes that people talk about the most in this show like it's one of the things that people when i when i've talked to people they say that scene was incredible when the earth sinks in the truck falls into the earth and all of those infected including like the, the bloater just comes up out of the earth and just swarms them a massive throng of infected uh, that was hard to watch
0: that scene makes me uncomfy
1: and you got Joel up in the the tower there trying to pick them off with a with a rifle and um, which so that happened in the game too and it is high stress high stress and then of course Sam gets infected and turns
0: hate that that was so sad
1: boy the the the, the gut-wrenching feeling of of his little um, writing honestly, tablet it's with not I'm even, sorry written on it
0: not even the the him turning honestly because once it's happened it's happened but it's the brother was it Henry yeah. Question mark mm-hmm. it's Henry going through the, like, in nanoseconds, you're watching him go through, like, the stages of grief. Like, you know, the, he comes out, he's infected, and they want to get him right away. And he's like, don't you dare, basically. Like, you know, he he tries to protect him. That's his brother. And then he has to process in a second, like, oh, no, he's turned. Oh, no, he's turned. He's going to get us. And then having to kill him and then realize, oh, my God, I just killed my brother. Like, all in seconds, like, that. that whole, like, 10 seconds of him experiencing that loss and then the double loss of I just killed you. Yeah. That was really horrible.
1: Very, yeah. Horrible. And then killing himself. Well, yeah.
0: That's my point.
1: Yeah. A a very powerful episode.
0: It has nothing to do with anything but Brendan Fraser just won Best Actor at the Academy Awards and I feel like that's going to make a lot of people happy.
1: Yay, Brendan Fraser. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, Encino Man. Uh, what about Tommy? This perfect little town Where Tommy. is Tommy? Tommy? I
0: hate Tommy. Why do you hate Tommy? What is he doing?
1: He's, he
0: helped he build this town. He abandoned Joel, was perfectly cool. He did
1: abandon, well, okay, yes, uh, initially, but Joel was a bad guy, remember? We
0: keep calling Joel a bad guy for doing the things he needed to do to survive in this horrendous world.
1: Right, but Tommy found a better way. Tommy, Which was what by by building that town and he didn't just why did he not just
0: pull Joel into that um, because of all the things Joel had done even but you never gave him an opportunity to come the, he, Joel came after him
1: <laughs> the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few I don't know what the right answer is here
0: the answer is Tommy's a jerk
1: butt <laughs> he's a jerk butt um. They built this world. And that's what we see that at the conclusion of episode nine, that's what we see they're returning to. They're returning to Tommy's uh, town and that's where they're Which gonna... I
0: can only imagine is gonna look like in Mulan, the scene where like Mulan and them come back and like the whole like village has been like pillaged and is on fire. <laughs> like that's what I'm envisioning is probably gonna be what. When...
1: <laughs> that's the post credit scene. They come back and it's like, oh no, bum bum bum, Tommy's turned. Um yeah, no, Tommy they, they, they the, there is a presumption of safety even though that safety comes with a tremendous amount of uncertainty because now Ellie is living under the shadow of Joel's lie uh, this show is a blanket a steamy moist blanket of moral ambiguity and it's like uncomfortable in every way
2: mm-hmm. yes yes how do you
1: think it compares to the video game? It's staggeringly accurate. It's almost not fair, so there's... But, but
2: do you get more, like... Or were you more attached to, like... It's really Joel hard though? to tell, because
1: you got to think, like, ten years ago, I played this game. So, when there was nothing to compare it to at that time. I played the game, and I found myself very attached to that Jolinelli. This Jolinelli is just... That one kind of reheated. So a lot of the things that i'm seeing i'm going oh i, I if, if this was if there was no video game i think this would have been a standalone standalone great show it would have been a great show but a lot of the quotes and the scenes and the things were directly lifted from the game so whereas video games don't typically get Good live action conversions, you know, uh, the Mortal Kombat movie was probably the best video game to movie thing, you know, you get a couple good ones, maybe like Uncharted or with with any help, the Super Mario Brothers movie. But for every one of those, you get terrible ones out there like uh, Alone in the Dark or Resident Evil or different things like that. So uh, I think they did a good job converting it, but they did it just by sticking as close as possible to the source material. Beautifully shot, wonderfully acted. But I don't think I could create a deeper connection with them because for for me they were just live action avatars of the original game. Like everything that happened, I knew was coming, so um, I I didn't have any surprises. So I asked the the question to you guys. I mean, what what was did you feel that emotional connection with Pedro Pascal, Joel, and Ellie? Yes, I'm
0: a very empathic. Is that a word? Sure, yeah. Person like I. like to my detriment i just get very affected by thing like people's other people's feelings it takes very little like if you're sad i'll probably be instantly sad if you're angry i'll probably be instantly angry like i just kind of feel very feely when very easily mm. so it did not take very long at all like i did not want this in my life i did not <laughs> ask for this in my life i was sitting in the living room doing homework when somebody else was watching this sh- the premiere of this show on tv and I caught like bits and pieces of it and then found myself feeling so like devastated for Joel's loss that even though I hated everything about the show, I needed to continue watching because mm-hmm. I felt so sorry for this man. So I have been entirely emotion driven this entire series.
1: It's hard not to be. It is well performed. Uh, and, and it's, it's, it's well fitten. Um, the pacing of the show. Did you feel like, They needed more episodes? Did you feel like they just... They they nailed it um, too long, too short?
2: Some of their side stories, I thought. I didn't understand the whole, like, needing a whole episode for
1: the gay Swanson and side story. (laughs) I I think, yeah. i not going to lie, though. I really love that episode. it was I think it's you know just to I don't know show like the resiliency of humanity I mean I agree with you those were not uh, major characters in the game Um, what about the left behind episode the flashback with uh, Ellie in the shopping mall
0: That episode made me mad, but only because all I cared about was knowing whether or not Joel was gonna live or die. <laughs>
1: and they're like, and that was
0: interrupting <laughs> me knowing. Yeah, it's the like we, fate
1: we we know that Joel. you're concerned about the future of your 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 character here, but uh, but first to the shopping mall.
2: Yeah, I feel like that side story was a little bit more relevant mm-hmm. to, like it was like Ellie's backstory. So like it was a little bit more relevant than. I don't think they needed to spend a whole episode on it, but because, yes, you're spending the whole episode thinking, okay, that that's great that you're showing me this, but just go back to Joel. <laughs> like, we need to know if Joel is okay. <laughs> I,
1: I mean, it tied some things together. I think that the whole episode might have been a little bit much. I mean, we the, the tension of we know that, that Ellie's going to live, right? So there's no, not a question there. And we had a pretty good idea that her friend was going to die. We didn't know how, but she's not around anymore, so... We, we could make that leap. Um, afford- I didn't
0: like. I like background stories like that because I like getting context for people, and even like to this episode tonight, the finale with Ellie's mom. Like, I enjoy those things. I just don't enjoy them when they're getting in between me and information that I really need for my peace of mind. Yeah. Which at the time was knowing what was going to happen with Joel. Um, but really, I mean, I think the pacing of the show. There's, I don't have any real complaints. I feel like each episode was really good at you know reaching a a steady like point of you know like tension a climax like everything and then there was no episode that didn't feel like something sparked like there was some the con like nothing ever felt like it fell flat or right. incomplete or empty or pointless even the stories the side quest stories still took you on a full emotional journey where you went through the happy the sad the devastated and the recovery like nothing felt incomplete I think that the finale was very quick and I think that maybe you know I don't love the gap between um I don't know what the two episodes are but when Joel gets stabbed to when they're suddenly in the home and she's nursing him to health.
1: How'd she get him back like, on that horse?
0: How did that happen? What was that journey? We're just going to assume that somehow everything, the stars align and she had superhuman strength and that happened. It's I, the
1: same way I do math when they say show your work. It's like, uh, I don't think I will.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't love that. Or, or even just his healing, you know, he, he has like, we're just not suddenly he's like, he was, he was literally dying.
1: You know, two shots of penicillin is all it takes. <laughs> To get a man back in fighting shape, back in serial murdering shape.
0: So it was a little wonky every so often in that I feel like it would take really good time to develop certain points, but then other things were just gonna like skip through them real quickly, Mm -hmm. which I don't love in any. You know, I'm very like nitpicky with the Mm -hmm. plot holes and such, but um, nothing like crazy frustrating other than those little things.
1: Yeah. So how long has it been in this show with the exception of Left Behind the flashback episode how long had we gone in this show without seeing an infected person outside of flashbacks outside of Ellie's mom outside of the left yeah corner, they
0: haven't really been encountering haven't
1: really been a thing ever since they left Kansas, Kansas City
0: so where are they?
1: they're out there right? but the idea is that the clickers and the bloaters are not the things that they're most afraid of in this world it's the people it's the, the ones that are, you know, looking for making those morally ambiguous decisions based on what they think is right. You know, like how do we survive? How do we uh, maintain? How do we stay fed? How do we stay secure? And it's by whatever. Sometimes it's by chopping somebody up and, and eating them and calling it venison, right? Like, I'm not justifying that. Like, obviously, it's bad. That's wrong. We don't like, uh, what was that character's name? <laughs> David was his name. You know, like, we hate him, right? He did all the, the wrong things. But so did the people in his village. They did the wrong things too, but they, they did them because they thought it was the right thing to do. Again, the moral ambiguity is the, ter- the, the worst part of this show because it just shows when, when, it, when the, the Cordyceps strike, when civilization falls apart, so too do the common values that we share with each other. It all becomes everybody for themselves. And uh, finding somebody who's selfless, finding somebody who looks out for the next person becomes uh, very, very rare. And, uh, and that's the horrifying thing. I mean, zombies and stuff like that were never really the, the biggest threat in this show, uh, past the initial couple world-building episodes. Um, I think it was way scarier. Uh, there There was no clicker that I was disturbed or frightened by as much as I was disturbed and frightened by David trying to, you know, chop Ellie up and put her in the stew. Horrifying. Um, so I, I, I don't know. The, the pacing of it to me seemed right. I don't think I would have, I think 10 episodes might've been too much. Uh, I think that like nine episodes was, was a good sweet spot. Uh, Scott Higa, the Christian nerd texted me this afternoon. He has watched zero episodes of this show because he feels like it will give him bad dreams. And, uh, yes,
0: but it's worth it. Scott,
1: (laughs) I don't know that it's worth it. Scott, if, if this kind of stuff makes you uncomfortable, you should know that it's okay to not watch it. But, um. He he said, "Oh, is this the last episode already?" Uh, I'm I'm kind of all for this like short format mini series, uh, you know. Why not like The Walking Dead, where we're going to take this concept and just drag it out for the next ten years? Um, it, it seems like they're doing part one, they're going to do part two, and then they're going to wrap it up, and that's kind of satisfying.
0: It all depends on whether or not Joel dies, honestly.
1: Uh, well so we're not talking about part two yet, but I know I know the plot of part two. Um,
0: did you play that game?
1: I did not.
0: So then why did you look up the plot of part two?
1: I was just I was curious about part two and I don't I never I don't watch gameplay things. I, d- I, don't, I don't enjoy watching other people play games. I like playing games. Um, but there were some certain things that I wanted to know going into it because there were some uh, thematic red flags that I thought, I'm not sure that I want to immerse myself in a world uh, of this nature or expose myself to sort of these things. Again, you, you find the moral ambiguity here Does of...
0: Does it get, like, satanic?
1: That, so that's, that's the thing. It's like, I, I, I'm comfortable with playing a game where you have to murder um, hundreds and hundreds of people, but I don't necessarily want to play a game where there's, like, prolonged uh, same-sex love scenes, you know? So, again, moral... Also,
0: there's not, like, spiritually, like,
1: thing. <laughs> attempts or Damon, say Damon get, uh, but uh, it, it just it, it wasn't a game that I, I seemed particularly comfortable uh, with, and I I also to me personally. I didn't feel like I needed to continue that story any I further do. than what it was. You do? I need to know. What, need to know what?
0: I just need to know.
1: Need to know what? Just what happened? Because the story exists, you feel like I have to know what happens. Like what if? Correct. Well, what if The Last of Us Two was a go kart adventure? Like oh, now they're going to be—it's a karting game. Now it's. And like,
0: I know that that's how the story ends.
1: That's ridiculous. I think the story. So
0: are you saying that you're not going to watch it?
1: I don't think I am.
0: You're lame. I'm going to I first of all, Sheila, you're witnessing this right now. I'm going to watch season 2 whether I watch it in this home or not and I want to hear anything about we go off doing independent things and you is feel there, left out.
1: Is there a point where, where, where if something would have happened cuz you said this, you both said this. Is there a point if something happens in season 2 that you go, yeah, I'm done with this.
0: Joel dying. That's my point. Of I can't handle this. Is it
1: because of Joel, or is it because what, what, what I am quoting you here? Pedro Pascal is daddy.
0: Both of those <laughs> things.
1: <laughs> well, I can't wait to hear the Lismati spoils the Last of Us season two podcast because that's that's going to be the one that I want to I want to hear your take on that because I know some of the plot points, I know the the storyline, and uh, I think if there were uncomfortable elements. And I'm not just talking of like a, oh, that's a girl kissing another girl in nature. I mean, thematic, morally gray, um, wow, that's someone that I like doing something that I don't like elements of the first that's one. That's
0: the entire show, though.
1: Oh, I know, I know. But let's just say that this first one was, was merely a taster. And uh, season two just tries to find every way to push that far above and beyond, even to the point of... That doesn't really even serve the characters of the universe very much. Um, Just shock value on certain things. And uh, again, if you know, listeners, you know. If you don't know, which Sheena, Lizmati, you don't know. um,
0: Sheena, are you going to watch The Last of Us Season 2?
2: Probably. But I can't promise that I won't like... Go look up stuff beforehand. Because well, you can't I am- do that. Yeah, has- you, you,
1: you can't do that.
2: I don't care that much about spoilers.
1: So I, I, I try to, I never want to spoil things, but I don't mind telegraphing a couple little things. Like, do you remember the other day we had a whole conversation when I was driving you home about giraffes? And you said you don't like giraffes that much, and I try to tell you how giraffes are wonderful and inspiring creatures. Mm-hmm. Well, you see tonight when Ellie saw them, how they were wonderful, and inspiring creatures. There is no way I was going to spoil that moment for you by saying if you like don't like giraffes, you're going to hate episode nine of The Last <laughs> of Us. I, I wouldn't do that to you. But uh, you'll so, just
0: take really dramatic deep breaths before the giraffes appear on screen. <sighs>
1: I'm sorry. The, 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 <laughs> it's drawing me back to like the emotional experience of playing this game, uh, but. Again, you're welcome to watch season two. I won't take that away from you. I'm not going to sit here and tee off on you and just I tell need a, you all the I need one why. Talavera
0: to be on board with season two because I'm not emotionally capable of watching it alone. No,
1: I would never. I would never uh, get you in the in the the sand trap on that one. There, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm just I'm just trying to help you out with uh, you know warnings of uh, whatever confused and twisted feelings you have thus far. Um,
2: I do think that they ended this very nicely. Like if you chose not to watch that's where, that's where season I'm at. two, I feel like they it wasn't really like a cliffhanger. Like, What's going to happen next is you can kind of leave it up to your imagination.
1: That's what I like. I like that whole we don't necessarily need yeah. to know what happens next. We know the decisions that have been made. We've gotten maximum emotional juice out of this orange. And now you can just say, whatever happens next, we know it's not going to ever be the same. Because Joel's going to have to live a lie and Ellie's going to never fully trust him. And that's tough. Because He's going
2: to have to live a lie to the people in that town too. Because if he tells them the truth, then there's a possibility that Ellie's going to find out. Yeah. But can he tell the same lie that he told to Ellie or is he going to tell a different lie? And then you got to think about all the narrative so things. Like, mm-hmm. what if
1: what if somebody else was on patrol and they come back to that hospital and they know what's going on and they find everybody dead and now they're going to come looking for Joel? I mean, there's... You, you just don't even know all of the different narrative spinoffs that could possibly happen. I mean...
2: That's why he had to kill... Why he had to kill everybody. You had
1: to kill everybody because you're just going to keep coming after her. Um, a noble action, uh, but a terrible, terrible moral decision. Um... The the, the show and the game were designed to leave you feeling conflicted. And I think they did just that. I think they did a remarkable job doing it. So um, of all the episodes kind of post-episode three and and even kind of before that, this show in in its nine-episode format, uh, how would you rate it on a scale of one to ten cans of Chef Boyardee Beefaroni?
0: Like an eight and a half.
1: Eight and a half? okay
0: i was gonna go for an eight
1: what would make it a, a nine for you
0: i don't know i'm just doing like a point and a half off for just how uncomfortable it is it is uncomfortable and again because there have been some like plop holes that are a little weird and some like maybe <laughs> how
1: did she get him back on the horse
0: and um
1: do you know how hard it would be to stab someone with a baseball bat i'm just saying
0: um, you threw me off. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, eight and a half.
1: Eight and a half. What would, what would it take to get it to a nine for you though?
0: Oh, well, so again, Lord, my point was that I docked the one and a half because of some of the plot points being a little iffy and also some of the discomfort and maybe some of the side quests being a little lengthier when you could have used that time to flesh out some of the quicker transitions that happened towards the end of the show. So, I don't know, it it would gain the extra point and a half from correcting those things. Hmm. But it was a great show, performed, you know, beautifully, the visuals of it, the effects of it. I mean it was it was really really fantastic. Hmm. I, I think eight and a half means not much coming from me. I'm not a expert critic, but <laughs> Uh, that's a high rating in my eyes yeah I think I
1: think I could solidly agree with you I, I, I would give it an eight maybe even a nine just because how hard it is to make a video game into something that you can sit and passively watch now it is a very cinematic feeling video game and knowing what scenes to put in, to make it feel true to the source material, but not drag it out. Like, oh, here's a prolonged firefight. How do you shorten this thing up? How do you make this, uh, you know, running from the serial rapist cannibalist uh, in uh, in the steakhouse? Uh, how do you make that into something that's fun to watch instead of something that's agonizing to play? Um, they, 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 I think they did a really good job controlling the pacing, connecting us with the characters, and building the world. Uh, and they did it in nine episodes. So,
2: hey. I think that has a lot to do with um, the maker of the video game itself, too. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because I enjoyed... I didn't play the game, but I enjoyed watching you play the game. Like, it was something that I could sit and watch you play because... Was it an experience...
0: Was was watching him play the game similar to the experience of watching the show at all? No, because I was more emotionally invested in the show. Well,
2: because
1: there's long long stretches in the game where you're ducking and covering and shooting and you're actually playing a game part, which is not maybe as engaging to sit and watch somebody do um, outside of just the story moving forward parts. So, uh, you know, there's probably long periods of disconnecting and I'm just looking on my phone while that's happening. Uh, I would imagine from her perspective, the, the show didn't really give you that opportunity. There was no long segments in which you could check out. Well, um, I, I, I guess I would give it I'd, I'd give it a nine. I can't so, so we balance the whole thing out. Our, our average review for the last of us is then an 8.5 cans of beefaroni. Um, we would love to know what you think about the last of us. Did you watch it? Will you not watch it? Are you gonna watch season two? Do you know what happens in season two? Don't spoil anything, Liz. but <laughs> let us know. That was the biggest thing for me. I'm sorry. Let's just call out Megacon Liz right now. (laughs) (coughs) My girl had no problem 12 minutes after an episode would go off the air just saying oh this is just like in the video game when this thing happened if you weren't watching that junk at 9 o'clock on Sunday night
0: I said you failed I'm ruining it for you I'm gonna ruin it for you love her I unfollowed her
1: (laughs) we called her out on it she's doing better Um, but yeah uh, we would love to know connect with us on the social media and tell us what you think of The Last of Us have you played the game part 1, part 2 have you played the DLC Uh, would you like to see a Last of Us part 3 um, you know, starring. Uh, well, you know, I'm not even gonna say anything because spoilers abound. So, with uh, well, no spoilers, but let us know what you thought. And uh, we thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching the show. Uh, if you didn't watch it, let us know why you didn't watch it. Are you in the Bad Dream Club? Are you in the? Uh, we don't watch things that have the uh, bad language in a club. I salute you. If uh, your moral boundaries. Pre- protected you from watching it at least you have moral boundaries which is something that no character in this show seems to have so um, that's all the time we have for tonight any other thoughts on the last of us
0: I'm sad
1: oh. well, how long until season two comes out
0: I don't
1: know <laughs> okay all right. All, right. <laughs> all right I'm gonna go get at least Maddie a snack because she's grumpy thank you all right <laughs> uh, for for the nerd of God cast uh, Sheena Bye. Lise Matty.
0: Make your choices.
1: (laughs) And I'm Tony T. Until then, we ain't gotta go home. You
0: can't stay. You can't
1: stay here. Click, 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 click. This is your home.
0: We're staying here.
1: It's like The Mandalorian and, and The Walking Dead had a baby.